It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk cheese. Recorded live. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome uh, to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Um, today, I've got another interview with one half of the band, The Present Age. Uh, the Present Age is uh, uh, brothers, Isaac and Logan, um, and they share the same birthday one year apart. Uh, but uh, that's not the uh, most interesting thing about them. They make a very cool music. I have a, like kind of a cool vibe and theme to what they do. So I'm really interested to meet. We've got uh, Logan on the line with us today. So uh, we're going to get with Logan here in a second. Uh, first, let's take a little, take care of a little business. Uh, you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. Uh, that website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, also, I'd like to take a minute here and thank my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. This is Pittsburgh's first internet, radio, TV network, online community, and business directory. There's a lot of great content there created by the members of the community on a wide variety of uh, subjects uh, from cardiological health to uh, how to write and publish your own book, um, tax advice, business advice. There's a lot of experts on there with um, some cool channels. You want to check it out. Uh, It's also, uh, if you have uh, something you would like to share with the world, you can start your own magazine page. And you get to see these. You get to be seen by about a million unique visitors each month. So it's a very cool, a very cool place. You want to check it out? That is positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. Now, as I was telling you guys, uh, we've got one half of the band, the present age, uh, on the line with us. Uh, Logan, uh, Isaac uh, could not make it today. Logan, uh, welcome uh, to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, and. Uh, could you? Uh, we should have taken care of this before we started, but could you say your last name? For I hate mispronouncing people's names. Uh, oh, how sure. do you say your last name? It's Lamers. Lamers. Okay, I got you. I just want to make sure I'm saying that right. Uh, Logan <laughs> yeah, Lamers, sure. everybody. <laughs> okay. And uh, th- these these guys have a very uh, uh, cool kind of. Uh, I don't know. Uh, how would you describe? We could talk about music. I know. I know. I was reading your uh, your bio here. And you're not like, you guys are like, deconstructing stuff is like kind of not your thing. But uh, how would you guys, how would you describe kind of what you and Isaac do? Um, the weird thing is, honestly, it changes so much. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of artists say that. But I guess trying to sum up Daisies, uh, our new single that we just released, and then kind of the direction that we'll be going in the next record um, it kind of is, it's indie rock, but it draws upon influences from things like dream pop and post-punk and um, sometimes like weird art rock or experimental rock, but it, it all kind of comes together in a vein of, of relatively accessible pop-ish indie rock, I think. Okay. And um, so how did you and um, uh, Isaac start playing uh, music? You come from a musical family? Like, how did it get started for you? We, uh, I think... I I think I was probably around the, I was in the fourth grade, Isaac was in the fifth grade, and 
we have an older half-brother. He's probably like 10 or 11 years older than us. And uh, he played in bands, and he was a musician himself, and he always liked the cool artists, and he got us into punk rock and stuff like that. So I think he kind of showed us what was cool, and okay. music was music in general and playing instruments was like the coolest thing you could do. So around then, we started trying to get our own stuff and um, started writing music. And of course, you know, they weren't good songs by any means, but we, we started around that time. And uh, honestly, it's I think music is the only thing that we both enjoy as much as as much as we do. It's seriously, it sounds so cliche to say, oh, music is our lives. It's all we do. It's what we're about. But honestly, that's been the constant for, for the past, I don't know, 15 years. Oh, wow. So it's been that long. Um, uh, so, that, so, so the idea was, you know, older half-brother is cool, so we want to be cool. So... Um, I mean, sometimes yeah. that's how it starts, you know what I mean? Then you sort of like start doing it and you sort of get bit by the bug, you know, at that point, you yeah. like that really start to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. It's always um, super. Kind of, oh, no, sorry. You go, you go, you're good. I was just going to say like, so what were some of these like early influences you had? What was, what, what was he introducing you to that you guys were sort of latching onto? Um, I'm trying to think there were some, it was kind of like some of the turn of the century emo stuff, like. Dashboard Confessional and Taking Back Sunday, um, some stuff like Rise Against on the more punk side. And then from that, it was it, it, he always had to like, kind of teach us things within the context of us being little kids. So we, we couldn't jump right in with, like, swear words and stuff like that. We had to ease into <laughs> it. <laughs> um, so, so are you now, your brothers, are you the – bass player, guitar player, singer, or are you the drummer? I am the, the singer, guitarist, bassist person. Okay. I was uh, watching. They, these guys have a cool video on YouTube. Um, I guess they were auditioning. I'm going to ask you about this in a second for the uh, NPR's uh, Tiny Desk uh, Contest. And um, he, um, Logan starts out playing the guitar and gets the loop going and then switches to the bass and starts singing. It's, it's, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, how did that go, by the way, with the Tiny Desk contest? Oh, you know, I, I, they had like they they picked an excellent artist as the actual winner, um, uh, a band called Tank and the Bangers, and they're they're this awesome fusion of like hip hop and and like funk and soul. But um, you know, with us, it was it was something we didn't really expect to win, and we just wanted to kind of hop on in the event we won. It would have been amazing, but at the very least, we got exposure and we got connections to new people and got more eyes on on our band in that song and uh, like more specifically speaking. So it, it's just a, a kind of fun experiment. It's a neat video too. So I would encourage everybody to go to check it out um, on, on YouTube. So now have you guys, do you guys have, now I know we've got to work up the single here in a minute, but um, have you guys done other records? Like what, what's the sort of like history? So we started out, uh, we actually had a different band name when Isaac and I were in high school. We were called New American Classic, and under that name, we released uh, like a seven-song EP demo type release. Okay. And uh, the funny thing about that was, um, you know, we did it in our basement. It was a it was a pretty rough recording, but it, it got our, our songs out there, and we started playing some acoustic shows. But we looked around online, and we saw there was another band called New American Classic, and we're like, well, it might be kind of a popular name, so we'll just send them a message, be like, hey, we just want to talk about this, and we were kind of here first, but we'll discuss things. And, 
and be really, you know, uh, reasonable about it. And their representatives got back to us and said, um, uh, we were not aware that you were using this name. We are in the process of trademarking it. And if you don't change your name, we will take legal action. And so, oh, as, oh, as, a couple of, as a couple of kids, yeah, at, at first we're like, oh, we got to get their number and um, their like, uh, trademark number and see if we can find out if they're telling the truth or bluffing. But you know, honestly, as like two kids in high school, when this happened, it was, it was such a big shock and we were kind of spooked. So like, ah, you know, we'll just change our name. So uh, we changed to the present age. Um, and then we released a five-song demo or EP. And uh, that one we did kind of half in a studio, half in our, uh, at our home studio. And then um, once we got that done, we toured on that just a little bit, played some shows. And then we released our uh, full-length album called Still Life. Um, we released that, I think, almost exactly a year ago. So okay. that's kind of cool. Uh, and um, and that brings us to now, where we just put out a new single, and uh, we have another EP coming up. Okay, so we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the EP and touring and everything you guys have going on. And right now, let's go ahead and give everybody a little taste of, of what um, the present age is all about. Um, <laughs> sure. this, is a track, this is a track called Daisies. Um, uh, guys, check it out. Daisies by the present age. Check it out. Okay, tell me about this track because you guys sort of have a uh, like a kind of like a I mean I mean I'm not to pigeonhole you guys but you guys from what I way I understand that you have a sort of you address certain topics re- regarding the sort of s- spiritual state of the world and, and things like that is this song referencing any of that or what tell us a little bit about this song Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we always try to. We're, we're we're both pretty cerebral people, and we like to think about a lot of bigger issues. And especially when it comes to music as a platform for that kind of thing, we really take pride in in addressing issues that we think are important. So with Daisies, it was kind of um, it's it's that weird postmodern lamenting of lamenting. Like you know, somebody feels bad, and there's no reason for them to feel bad, and they know that there's no reason for them to feel bad, yet they still feel bad. And it's it's, mm. it's this weird, like, almost everyone's in a limbo state of, like, they don't know what they feel or believe. And um, it's kind of absurd. The, the dangerous part about the whole thing, though, is uh, I guess a lot of times it ends up dealing with something like depression or um, self-harm or anxiety or, or things like that that are really just discomforting for people. So we wanted to talk about it, as we tend to do with a lot of our music, but we wanted to do it in a way where... Um, it encompasses the like the almost ironic nature of it. So in the song, I sing about like I'm dissatisfied with everything. Like oh, like I'm not mad. I'm just lazy, and uh, like I'm not sad. I just like I, I don't mean anything. I'm useless. But it's to this really bright and summery and, and like sunny song. And so that's yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah, yeah. that's kind of to display like the the ironic nature of that situation. Mm, okay, and so, so tell us a while what's coming up. So you've got this, you've got the song out, and what's the what's happening with the what's going to be an EP? Are you guys working with a producer, or are you guys doing it all yourself, or what's the situation? Um, well, with Daisies, we worked with a professor that we have actually on campus um, here at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, and uh, okay. so he was the recording tech professor, and uh, we recorded drums for his class as an assignment, and we're like, well, oh. let's use these drums because drums are terrible to try to mic on your own and 
record them. So we took all the help we could get with that track. But um, with the EP, we did the entire thing in our uh, studio, which is actually Isaac's bedroom. Um, so uh, it was a, it was a super relaxing and very like easygoing experience, but we still had like plenty of time and equipment to actually get the, the finished product that we want. Yeah, it's all about how well you can manipulate the gear. So you know, it doesn't. There's tons of great sounding bedroom records out these days. You you really, I, I mean, unless you are in the business, you know, you're trained mixing engineer or something like that, you're not going to hear much difference uh, between that and, you know, stuff done in a big studio, you know, the, you know, depending on the genre too, you know, your genre lends itself to that sort of like more intimate kind of uh, vibe too. Yeah. Almost like we've been drawing influences from lo-fi artists. And the nice thing is if you take the best equipment you can get for a reasonable price nowadays and then record, um, I guess, well, like, you know, not, not be terrible, but you don't have to be amazing. Uh, you end up getting almost a vintage sound. So it sounds like it's from the seventies or, or something like that. So it, it kind of plays into our, uh, our benefit sometimes. Yeah. Do you, do you like music from the seventies? Yes, I've been, man, we just went to Chicago to see a show yesterday and we went to a couple record stores and I got probably like a, a good handful of some classic seventies soul albums and, uh, see, we always try to, like, going back in, in music history, you end up, like, you have to expose yourself to different genres. And so that way we mm-hmm. don't get, um, you know, if we, if we just listened to the same, like, indie rock and tried to make a band, like, it wouldn't sound good at all. We need, you got to expand your musical horizons. So, yeah, the 70s for, for soul and funk and um, the beginnings of post-punk, it's just awesome. We love that stuff. Um, so how does the songwriting work? Who's, are, you uh, guys, are you all collaborative, or do you bring the songs and then work on them with Isaac? How does it work? Uh, again, it's one of those things that changes all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Some songs, if, it's, if it tends to be more, uh, I guess, like singer-songwriter by nature, um, that is like just me with an acoustic guitar, and then we add instrumentation to it. Typically, like I'll come up with the, the melody and the words and stuff, and then Isaac will help me kind of flesh out the idea. Okay. Uh, other times we'll just be jamming or rehearsing and I'll make a cool loop with my pedal and then we'll mess around with chord progressions and see what happens there. Um, other times I'll have an idea. I guess I, I guess it mainly starts out with me having some sort of idea. And then Isaac operates really well as a, a curator and a producer. So I can come to him. I, the way I see it is I have like a ton of musical ideas coming from all different directions. I mean, I just wrote a jazz song that I want to use for our band. But like, just to give you some perspective, like okay. I'm writing all these different things. I'll throw them at Isaac, and he'll be like, okay, these are, these are all cool, but let's take a step back. Let's see what works for our band, what people would want to listen to, and then we kind of uh, work with that kind of partnership from then on. And then he, he helps me make sure the songs are, uh, I guess, both accessible and still going to convey what I want to convey. Um, if you could do one thing to make the world a better place right now, what would it be? Oh my gosh! Sorry, oh, that's... Just totally. That was a, I know I wanted to jar you out of the whole bad <laughs> thing and music thing, like that, because I think that you have. I, I'm getting to some suspicion from the lyrics and what you're talking about, and that you have some thoughts, uh, some deeper thoughts about stuff. So yeah, 
just, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just this is a completely off-the-cuff question. Uh, okay. So you, those of you listening at home, uh, uh, we did not uh, re- rehearse this. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, just, totally. <laughs> I just threw this to Logan just to see what would happen. So go ahead. Oh, man, put me on the spot. Uh, honestly, that's the big question. I I don't want to get too political. I don't want to be divisive. Um, I can tell you that we need a lot more love and empathy in uh, the United States, especially in the government. Um, that's about as much as I'll say politically. I think as far as people are concerned, everyone forgets that, and I, maybe that's not right for me to say as an absolute, but I think a lot of the time people forget that they're operating in a world where other people have the exact same consciousness and perspective sometimes and connections to other people and um, to get out of your mind and to get out of your shoes and really truly be empathetic and listen and be thoughtful and understand the world around you. Um, there'd just be so much more respect and genuine care and love for other people. Uh, that's, it, it's such a, it's such a simple thing. And you know, this is what every religion teaches, like mm. love your neighbor, like be a good person. And what that really means is just, realize it's not like everything's not about you and if somebody is rude to you for example the the cliche you don't know their story you don't know what happened to them and vice versa they don't know your story so you should always when you're dealing with other people you should always have a, a respectful and caring demeanor and then you know i think i think that would translate to it just a healthier society and everyone would be happier and get along it'd be awesome all right. I like it. I was just putting it out there. I just wanted to kind of like, because just from like the lyrics and just kind of like some of the head, you, you, you guys are very uh, introspective. You guys are, you know, like you described it as cerebral. Um, and uh, you, you're obviously thinking about things. So I, I felt it was uh, kind of a cool place to go with, with that. Um, so what's coming up? What, you got the EP coming out? As, are we touring? What, what, what's the next 6 to 12 look like um, for the present age? The EP that's going to be coming out, it's called Apology, and uh, it's actually, we, I feel like we've been kind of lukewarm with our releases thus far, not to say we're not proud of them, but um, they're not necessarily how we view ourselves as a band, so we, we, we feel like we've been misrepresenting ourselves. Uh, okay. So, oh, apology. What do you mean? Well, well, well what do you mean oh. by that? That's interesting. <laughs> okay, so what do you mean by that? Describe that a little bit, yeah. I think every artist has that issue of you have a sound in your head and you have a, a, mm-hmm. an idea of what your band or project is about, but it doesn't always translate well. So mm. there have been um, in the past with recordings, whether it be uh, where we are, where we were musically or the people we worked with, there was always kind of um, some more extreme level of compromise where it's not like we weren't happy with the finished product, but things went differently than we thought. Um, mm. And, you know, that'll happen with every release you do, regardless of if you're on a label or not. That's, it's right. just the nature of things. So, um, yeah, maybe saying uh, we were misrepresented is a bit overdramatic. But, okay. so, I, I, <laughs> so with this upcoming thing, you know, it's all in our bedroom. It's all what we want. We're not afraid to draw and expose ourselves with, with greater influences and, and stranger influences that might not necessarily categorize us as a, simple, sweet pop band. Um, so getting, getting back to uh, the releases, Apology is going to be coming out hopefully in April sometime if all, if all goes well and we actually keep our, uh, 
keep on track with everything. Um, and that's part of a three-part series of EPs that we're releasing. Um, so right off the bat, getting more ambitious. And uh, each one is going to tackle kind of the theme of soul, then body, then mind. But that's in, in a very subtle, reasonable way where it's not, you know, pretentious or, or jarring or anything weird like that. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, once we come out with Apology, in the same recording sessions, we've been working on the next two EPs. So uh, in a perfect world, we'd release them basically one after another, probably with like a week between them, just to get uh, that, that way we can get like over an album's worth of material out there. But it's not abrasive and it's, it keeps us relevant, but it's also easily digestible. Um, and so we probably won't be doing any shows or touring until after those. We have a few one-off shows just to kind of stay relevant and keep our chops up in the meantime. But as far as like big touring, we're probably going to wait until all three of those are out. Now, and, and explain that to me again. How, how are you going re to release them a month apart or how, how are you going to do that again? Hopefully with a week between them. So, uh, oh, so it'd probably be best for us if we like record them all and then just kind of sit on them. But mm -hmm. no, even that, it's, like we're still, <laughs> we thought we had the track listing down for the first one, but we've been writing more songs and we want to add more. We, we literally never stop writing music. Like at yeah. any given night, like we'll, we'll be writing music. So it's really tough to kind of confine ourselves to a handful of songs for a release, but you know, we're working at it. So you're gonna so we're gonna so you're gonna be putting out three EPs one week between. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's gonna be like a like a, a trilogy, of. Uh, yeah. Okay. And okay. And you're gonna just explore these different. In the lyrics, I guess, are you gonna sort of explore these these different facets of the human condition? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, like with soul or uh, apology, I guess like um, we like so for the first EP, it it, it kind of deals more with surreal imagery, and it's okay. kind of um, uh, a hazy introduction to this kind of thematic idea that we're going to be doing. So it deals more with like maybe spirituality, but also just kind of like uh, that that like so, a soul by nature is a really weird concept, and no one's quite sure like what it is or how they feel about it or whether right. or not they have one. So the music and lyrics kind of reflect that in a surreal, like, subtle way. Um, I don't want to give away too much because then it's like, you know. <laughs> I got you. Sorry, right. I got you. You don't have um, to do it. I just want to make sure that we all understood you were, that these three EPs are going to be uh, uh, exploring these, these three different facets. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, mm -hmm. so the second EP, um, that deals with more probably more social situations, um, more about uh, personal issues. And so it's going to be more along the lines of like the, um, gosh, I want to say, not, not necessarily shallow or one-dimensional things, but, but more things that, um, everyday issues. I'll just put it, I'll leave it at that. Um, okay. And then so far, for finally, the third one is, supposed to reflect on the first two and then um, leave with something greater, hopefully in, in a more positive way. And so that I actually, um, I get a little more obvious with, with uh, what, what I'm about and uh, maybe my political views, maybe my spiritual views, but it's, it's uh, kind of just follows along this journey of at first being confused about not what's like about 
uh, what's going on and you're not, you're, you're completely unsure and it's very hazy and, and surreal, then you start addressing the issue and then finally you come out with some sort of clarity or reasoning. Cool. And, and so, so what's the, um, before we get out of here, explain to me a little bit, what's the live, because uh, you, you guys aren't planning on doing too much live stuff until you have the records all out, but when you do, what's the situation? Is it going to be just you and your brother? Do you bring in supporting musicians? Uh, how, how does it typically work? In the past, it was just uh, my brother and myself. So we would use, uh, I, would, I would either, well, I'd always sing, of course. <laughs> and then I would either play guitar or bass guitar or uh, the synth or something like that while doing it or maybe bounce around them just to keep mm-hmm. the show interesting. And then yeah. um, Isaac would play drums and we have a backing track for the, the tracks that I'm not playing. Um, and while that's fine and, and it works for us and we still have a lot of fun and, and bring energy to it, we we do like the idea of adding on more people. We haven't really met anybody that clicks in a way that um, really really warrants them joining us for shows. Yeah. Because uh, in part we're you know we're lazy people and we don't plan very well, so it's a, it's so much easier for just uh, Isaac and myself to pick up and be like, oh by the way, show this weekend. Like we we're not working, we can plan it and we can just go. Don't have to worry about nice. other people's schedules. Don't have to worry about splitting up the money, for example. And of course, you know we're not about it for the money. I don't want to construe our our band, but we we also like every show we treat um, the money we get from it as uh, we we use it for our band as an entity. We don't like Isaac and I don't take home paychecks. It goes into this basically band fund that's only used for band right. suits. So what ends up yeah. happening is Isaac and I put a lot of our own money into the process of getting shows, and we don't also we don't necessarily want to ask like, oh hey guys, you can play shows with us, but we're going to need you to do this, this, and this, and you're not going to get paid. So it's kind of a weird situation. <laughs> it's a hard sell. Um, yeah, I, exactly. I get it. You'd have to find somebody who was, you know, just as passionate about the music as you and your brother are. And uh, at this time, at this stage in your careers, it probably just makes sense to keep it with just the two of you. And the logistics of a bigger band, of course, is always, uh, you know, can all, can, uh, is usually very uh, nerve-wracking. Uh, I, can speak, I, can, I can speak to that. Um, yeah, yeah. From experience. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, definitely. And, and it, it's, it's a bummer because we love, um, like, I, I watch Radiohead videos all the time. I love Radiohead. Yeah. And I watch their live performances. And there's just, when you have actual people, actual bodies on stage making the music and working with gadgets and instruments, and it just, it, it makes the experience so much more enjoyable. And so, you know, Isaac and I can tackle all that in a, in a studio, which is awesome. But at the same time, ultimately, ultimately, I think we would like to expand and just, you know, collaborate and, and share the, the experience with other musicians because there are a lot well, of talented people out there. Yeah, I, I, what I'm reminded from what you're describing, I'm reminded not stylistically, of course, but I'm reminded of the Black Keys, who started mm-hmm. out, you know, as guitar and drums, and they did that until you know they built it up and. Uh, you know, then then ultimately they added uh, more people, and it's a, you know, obviously a much bigger um, uh, project now. And uh, so, you know, you guys are just kind of like, you know, still, you know, just kind of getting started in in many ways. You you, know, you haven't reached that level yet. So who knows what the future holds? You know, as you guys grow it, you know, and, and the bigger you get, it, the easier it becomes to attract people who yeah. want to 
You know what I mean? Everybody exactly. wants to play with a successful band, not a band who's, oh, they're good, but, you know, they're just getting started or whatever, you know. They all mm-hmm. want to be, everybody wants to play, be a rock star, you know, right out of the gate. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. So before we get out of here, is there anything you'd like to, oh, yeah, go ahead. Any closing thoughts and also plug your, like, Internet stuff, your website and all that. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess I'll do the plugs first because that doesn't sure. require as much thinking. Um, we're on uh, okay. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're on Facebook. You can just look up the present age. Uh, you should see a picture of me for the artwork of Daisies as a profile picture. That was Isaac's idea, not mine. I'm not that self-centered. Um, so <laughs> you can check us out there. We're on Twitter at the underscore present underscore age. Um, we have a band camp as well. And basically, if you just search the present age or present age music or band on something like Instagram or, or whatever, we'll be there. Nothing really specific, but I think Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Bandcamp are our best friends right now. Um, and so then, closing thoughts. Well, <laughs> I got a lot of them, but uh, I guess uh, just thanks so much for having me. Thanks for taking an interest in our band. Um, if anybody is out there listening and is looking for, um, I, I guess, some sort of mix between the Smiths and the Beach Boys, I would say check out our new single, Daisies. Um, if you, and if you liked it, definitely you can go download it for free on Bandcamp. It's also on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff for purchase, but you, know, you, know, you don't have to pay for it if you don't want. We got gotcha. you. And... Uh, <laughs> Other than that, yeah, I think I think that about does it. All right. Well, got, uh, well, Logan, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to be here with us today. That's uh, uh, we uh, we love the we love the track Daisies, and we're looking to hear uh, more from you guys uh, here in the next couple of months. Um, Logan Lamers, everybody from the present age, and uh, there is an actual website too, um, uh, thepresentagemusic.com. But yeah. It's all over social media, and I think if you just the present age music or the present age band or whatever in Google, you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna find it uh, with with no problem. So um, thanks a lot for hanging out, Logan. You got a minute to hang out while we uh, wrap up the podcast. I need to do a little business with you before we get out of here. Oh, absolutely. Okay, very good. All right, guys, you've been listening to uh, my talk here with Logan Lamers of the Present Age. Uh, once again, that is the Present Age Music on Facebook, uh, thepresentagemusic.com, and YouTube, uh, the Present Age Music. You guys want to check it out? Um, he's a cool, cool uh, uh, sound. Yeah, and I love that. The Smiths meet the Beach Boys kind of. Th- I think that that really kind of like uh, hits the nail on the head. So check it out. Um, I want to thank my sponsor one more time, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. Go check them out and patronize them because they've been big supporters of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus since the beginning. <clears throat> Our website is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com. Uh, there are, um, I would venture that we are in the hundreds of interviews at this point. I'm not exactly sure, but closing in on something like that. Um, with uh, artists of wide variety of genres, but it's all music that is just not being picked up by corporate media. So that's what we're here for, to make sure that uh, this music gets its due, that people hear it and uh, have a chance to check out what's going on because there's some really amazing stuff 
uh, happening out there. That's LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Guys, my name is Lou Lombardi. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, thanks, Logan Lamers, for being with us today. Uh, ThePresentAgeMusic.com is the website. Go check those guys out. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening once again, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Okay, hey, Logan. Um, I would a couple little bit of bits of business here. First of all, I'd like to record a tag. You know, I'd like to have you say, you know, this is Logan from the present age, and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Could you do that? Oh, sure thing. Okay, and it's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I got it. I will count you in from five, two, and one will be silent. Okay. Here we go. In five, four, three. This is Logan from the present age, and you are listening to the Ludini's Rock and Roll Circus podcast. Excellent. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. And um, I, uh, what is a good direct email for you? Uh, music at gmail.com. And you'll get that? Yes. I, I work I'm directly. Idiot. That directly is Isaac and myself. So, yeah, we can. Okay. music at... Yeah, I uh, I have uh, I have a, a mastermind uh, musicians mastermind group on Facebook and, and where we get together and work on each other's uh, helping each other grow our fan bases and that sort of stuff and with a lot of uh, tips and tactics and stuff like that. So I'd like to invite you guys to that at some point. So I want to get your That's email great. for that. So. Yeah, thank you very cool. much. No problem. All right, my man. Well, thanks a lot and. Um, you have a uh, – this could take about three weeks or so before it airs, maybe sooner, but somewhere around there. But we'll, I got your email address, and I'll definitely send it to you and Melissa both. And, um, and that way you guys can uh, – that way you guys have it. You can start promoting it, okay? That's great. Thank you so much, Lou. No problem, Logan. You have, a, have a great rest of the day, buddy. Thank you. You too. See you. Take care. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.